Hey, what's going on? Jeff Ratcliffe here from FTNBets.com and FTNDaily.com. So your DFS fix and your betting fix over there. Uh, with this week's NASCAR preview for you, of course, we're heading to Vegas, baby, for this week's action on the Cup Circuit. This is going to be an exciting race. We have another intermediate track, 1.5 miler. Although this one's going to be a little bit different from what we saw last week at Homestead, Miami. Uh, that track tends to be pretty rough on the tires. This one isn't as much, so it's not going to be as big of a factor here. So we can kind of take some of what we saw last week and toss it out. Last week was a weird race, of course, with William Byron dominating most of that race. We also saw Chris Buescher out there, a bit of a surprise, leading a whole bunch of laps early on. So, you know, a little bit of an anomaly there. I think we get back to what we're kind of used to if you're a seasoned NASCAR vet. Uh, if you're not and you're sort of new to the space, these types of races are a lot more common than what we saw in the beginning of the season with a restrictor plate super speedway race in Daytona and then the road course race as well in Daytona. More road course races this year than we've seen in years past, but still this type of race here in Vegas, more common. So what do I expect to see in this race? Well, I expect a lot of green flag racing, you know, not as many wrecks. I mean, if they're wrecks, they're typically minor wrecks. They're few and far between. So that means a lot of those green flag laps, if you get a car out in front, they're going to stay out in front. We saw that. That's one similarity with last week with William Byron. He got out in front and he just led a whole bunch of laps. And remember, when you're leading laps and you're playing on DraftKings, you're racking up a quarter of a point every single lap led. And when you get out in front and you get that clean air, you're also very likely to run some fast laps. When you run a fast lap, it's 0.45 points. So you start to rack up those points. That's what we call a dominator. And this type of track, this race here at Vegas, I would say our builds have to focus on at least two dominators. So who are these guys who are going to pay up for up at the front? Uh, some of the top price guys, because typically, yes, they're going to be looking up front, uh, you know, on the grid, top 10 on the grid in terms of my early dominators, especially. So I think a lot of people are going to look to Kevin Harvick. He's gotten off to a pretty good start. It's been a weird start for some drivers. Harvick's been solid. That's what he is. Harvick's freaking solid. What can we say? But he is on the pole for this one. Uh, 9700 so the price is reasonably good. And I do expect some high ownership here. So in GPPs this week, he's actually a driver who I'm going to be under-owned on. Try and get on the right side of ownership because if, if he gets passed early on and doesn't lead a lot of those laps early on, it's actually going to be hard for him to reach value, even at a slight discount from the top prices on the board. A lot of people may be looking to William Byron as well at number two on the grid, especially after last week. He's now a name that a lot of people know. But, you know, even though he's reasonably priced, I, I don't think I'm going to be overexposed on him. He's obviously gotten off to a good start. Uh, but again, if he doesn't get out to the lead, lead a bunch of laps early, I don't know if he's going to be in it later on. You know, in the nature of this race as well, if we had these long green flag runs, we get, uh, you know, into our pit cycle, and then you get a random caution. Sometimes that flips the field over and things can go a bit haywire. So I don't want to go too overboard up front. The guy who I think I'm going to probably have the most of is Martin Truex. Now, he's not cheap. He's $11,100, so you're going to have to find some ways to uh, get some salary flexibility down in your lineup. But Truex was really good last week. He was in the optimal lineup last week. He's He runs so well. It's no secret he runs well in the 1.5s as well in the intermediate tracks. 
So I'll be really using him as a big part of my core. I also think we should be looking at Joey Logano. Has had success on this track. In fact, when I talk about my betting picks in a couple minutes, I'm going to come back to Joey Logano. But has had a lot of success on this track, especially in spring races. 10000 bucks as well, so he's not as pricey as Truex. Uh, and, you know, really uh, a guy who <laughs> kind of shot a lot of people in the foot last week, including yours truly. I feel like every time I play Joey Logano, he doesn't do well. Every time I don't play him, he does do well. But this is one of those weeks where I am going to uh, have a, a, a lot of exposure to Joey Logano. So I uh, like him. Another uh, driver who's likely to have heavy exposure, might, might be one of the most heavily owned, is Ryan Blaney. And, and really, it's because of where he's starting. He's starting all the way back in P26. So he offers a lot of place differential potential. If he places up, let's say, in the top five, those are massive points that he's gaining there in place differential. Maybe has the opportunity later in the race to rack up some dominator points as well. Like I said, if we see the field flip or something like that, uh, has not gotten off to the best start to the season, but Blaine is a good driver. There's no doubt about it. Now he is pricey, $10,800. So something to, t to keep in mind there. So these are some of the guys that I, I would say the higher price guys that we should have exposure to. But you're obviously not going to be able to just build a lineup with those guys. If you get under the $10,000 range, uh, I think Matt D. Benedetto, who's speaking of not getting off to a good start to the season, he's starting all the way back in 30. And the way that the grid is determined this year, we don't have qualifying at most races, right? So the so NASCAR is using a formula that includes your, your past finishes. There's a couple other factors there as well, but obviously he's further back because his initial uh, start to the season has not been good. But he's in good equipment. He's a solid driver who has shown well in the past. And I think that we're going to see... Uh, you know him improve here going forward. So getting in on him, nine thousand bucks though, not a huge discount on Matty D. Alex Bowman, I, I feel like every week I'm like Alex Bowman this week, Alex Bowman this week, eight thousand eight hundred bucks. Obviously, you know William Byron's teammate will be the guy of the two uh, who you know very likely will be slightly underowned. I like paying for him in GPPs. Uh, so I'm going to have my share of Alex Bowman. Eric Almarola as well. Not the best of starts for him to this season, but $8,600, reasonably priced, has had success, you know, reasonably good success on this type of track in the past. So I'll have some exposure to him. Now, the problem this week, though, you're not really, you don't really have any cheapos. And when I say cheapos, guys who are under $6,000, you know, it feels like every year you would have like one guy each week who'd be that guy. You know you can pay like, 55 hunch for him and, and get him in lineups. There really isn't that guy this week. So we're, we're going to have to look in the low sevens and then throughout the $6,000 range in order to round out our lineups because there's just simply no way, I think, to build a, a well-rounded lineup, get some of those dominators in up over 10K and, and get under the $50,000 salary cap. So who are the guys I'm looking to? I, I think Ross Chastain has gotten off to a nice start to the season 7300 he's not uber cheap, but he does save you a little bit from those mid-range guys that I just mentioned. Uh, I think Cole Custer is actually mispriced at 6500 Cole Custer has a victory under his belly, won last year, and uh, you know this guy, you know, were it not for a blown tire, maybe he is up in the $7,000 range, so we get a nice discount on him. Corey LaJoy, he was one of those guys we just talked about who last year... This guy's always under 6K. Let's get Corey LeJoy in there. Well, not not right now. 6,300, though, isn't terrible. So a little bit of a discount. And then somebody who I avoided like the plague last year, Daniel Suarez, 
actually looks pretty good this year, and he is reasonably priced at 6100 So I think we can get Suarez in our lineups, give us a little bit of salary relief there as well. Now, as I mentioned over at DraftKings Sportsbook, we have a, a lot of options at our disposal here. And, you know, I know a lot of people want to look to outrights. So betting the winner, who do you think is going to win the race? Well, I mentioned one guy who I think has, you know, one of the better shots here and is not the top pick on the board. Joey Logano, plus 800, so 8-1 to one to win this race. Like I said, he has had success here in the past. He won in each of the last two spring races in Vegas. So that track record at 8-1, to one, pretty solid. And then if I'm going to take a, a shot outside of, you know, the 10-1 the to one range, well, I'm not going to go too far outside. I'm not going to get too crazy here. But as I mentioned, my guy Ryan Blaney, not the best start to the season. So that has, you know, moved him back a little bit in terms of the betting odds. 13 to 1 plus 1,300 for Ryan Blaney. Don't mind that one at all for an outright. Uh, of course, if I was going outright with either of these guys, I'd likely take them as a top three as well, just to hedge a little bit. And then, of course, hey, if you hit the, the outright, then you're going to hit the top three as well. A little win play show action like we have in horse racing uh, right there. Hey, if you want more information about this week's action, in Las Vegas, you can head on over to ftndaily.com. All of our NASCAR content is free this weekend, so you can get my projections. I will give you my entire roster build, who I'm going to be exposed to. You can see my actual exposures over there, and I'll give you my projections, ceiling and floor, along with the mid-range projections. All of that's free this week, so go check it out. And if you want more betting picks, you can check those out over at ftnbets.com. Thank you.